So what do you think about this change in weather that we're having right now? Um, well, I refuse to put the heat on in my house. Not surprising. So I got down to 62. But yeah, it's October. Heat doesn't come on in October. When does it come on at your house, Lisa? January. Because Debbie turned the heat on in our house. Oh, did she really? That's what she told me when I got home at, at midnight from oh, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, 62 is actually perfect sleeping weather. So I actually slept till 8.30 this morning, which was very did good. Did you really? Well, I woke up at 4 something to feed the cats, but then I went back to sleep. What time did you go to bed? Uh, maybe 10. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, pretty good. Very, 10 and a half hours. Yeah. Well, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa show. show. Okay, we are continuing on with the Psalms, and we are on chapter 41. So here we go. For the leader, a Psalm of David, blessed the one concerned for the poor on a day of misfortune, the Lord delivers him. The Lord keeps and preserves him, makes him blessed in the land. And does not betray him to his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. You turn down his bedding whenever he is ill. Even I have said, Lord, take note of me. Heal me, although I have sinned against you. My enemies say bad things against me. When will he die and his name be forgotten? When someone comes to visit me, he speaks without sincerity. His, store, he, his heart stores up malice. When he leaves, he gossips. All those who hate me whisper together against me. They imagine the worst about me. He has had ruin poured over him. That one lying down will never rise again. Even my trusted friend who ate my bread has raised his heel against me. But you, Lord, take note of me to raise me up that I may repay them. By this I will know you are pleased with me that my enemy no longer shouts in triumph over me. In my integrity may you support me. And let me stand in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for all eternity and forever. Amen. Amen. Well, Lisa, I got to say something before you go. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> I don't want to have friends like this guy. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of tough right there, um, the way they were talking. But what, what, did, what, what, what struck you on this one? Well, I kind of thought uh, it related to uh, this past week's gospel about Lazarus. Mm -hmm. um, the poor uh, beggar, uh, because this one is about how uh, blessed are the poor. Right. Um, or the ones concerned for the poor, right. which is what we are. Oh, we maybe we already talked about this. But um, on uh, Encounter, um, you know, we are commanded, um, Jesus commands us to um, feed the poor. Right. And um, he also through um like at the end of mark um what they, what does he call it the great um like send out okay. but basically he says uh go and baptize um others in the name of the father son holy spirit is that matthew or mark mark okay um it's probably matthew too but we had just had to read mark for class and um go out and heal people and um so the example that the guy gave was if you had two coats on and you were walking down the street and you see someone um, who's shivering in the cold and they say, oh, um, I see you have two coats. Can I have one of them? You know, Jesus commands us to give that um, coat to them. And if you walk down the street uh, a little further and you see uh, someone limping, uh, you would just walk by them or you maybe you would even say, oh, hey, I see you're limping. What's going on? And, uh, you know, they might have been saying like, oh, you know, I um, sprained my uh, ankle um, and I'm in a lot of pain and, uh, you know, a lot of people would just say, oh, okay, well, I'll pray for you and just walk away. But we're actually commanded, um, 
in you know by the words of jesus in mark um when he says to go out and heal that we should actually pray for the person on the street for healing for their healing yeah so i thought that was really cool how often have you done that um not so this morning when i went to visit a lady at a nursing home who's having trouble with her knees i prayed that that god would bring healing Mm -hmm. um to her her shoulders and to her knee yeah you know but i think there's like we've talked about this right there's this people i know but i haven't prayed for someone randomly right yeah but wouldn't that be cool it would be very cool and, and that, that takes courage right yeah and boldness boldness exactly well so so what stood out at me was this idea of when someone comes to visit me he speaks without sincerity mm. so it kind of ties into what 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 you said i mean if we're going to go and visit someone mm-hmm. and are we going to pray for him mm. and the lady this morning i was going to pray for her but she actually about halfway through our conversation she said well, can you can you pray for me? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I was going to do it. I was just <laughs> yeah. waiting waiting yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. But I think you know if we go and we see people, yeah, it's great that we're visiting them, but we need to invoke the name of Jesus. Yeah. We need to ask Jesus to enter into whatever it is. Yeah. And um, to pray with this person. Right. 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 I think. It's not to say that if you don't do that, you're not doing it with sincerity because that's not true. Right. But just kind of connecting it to what you said, right, that if we're really going to go in there, let's just go all the way. Yeah, because sometimes, like, you know, I'll get little nudges. Or in the past, I've gotten little nudges like, oh, you should pray for this person, but I haven't. So we just have to be more open to those nudges. And um, if we uh, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit telling us to pray for someone, no matter how, like, risky it might seem, we just need to do it. Note to Jesus, nudges do not work for Lisa. A firm <laughs> shove instead or smack, would be more smack pro- or smack, of a, beside I like the head. The, I like the smack behind the head. Yeah. Oh, and the Lord has asked me to be the one to do that. <laughs> this is so exciting. Uh, you know, every now and again, we do need to smack each other. Yeah. Not physically, but literally say, listen. Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah. This is, this is, this is kind of, what well, I'm, I'm off, I'm off subject here now. Okay. But we do, we, we need to encourage one another to, um, do the right things mm-hmm. and to respond in the right way. It's called uh, fraternal correction. Yes. Right? And right. As we talked a few episodes ago, that can sometimes be dangerous. Right. If it's not done the right way. Um, but it has to be done out of charity. Right. Which, if everything starts out of love, it'll usually be received the right way. Not all the time. Mm, right. Because the disposition of the person that you're talking to matters just as much. And if their disposition's not such that they're willing to receive it it may not matter how much you do it right i mean look at jesus with the 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 pharisees and the sadducees and as much as he he was really speaking truth out of love Mm -hmm. although it didn't seem that way sometimes probably didn't seem that way to them right yeah so i was thinking about something the other day about um oh oh, before you do that can um so like you know when the the rich young man comes to jesus and says, oh, you know, I follow all the commandments. What more can I do? And it actually says, like, Jesus looked at him, gazed at him with love and told him what he needed to do. Like, go sell all your stuff and come follow me. And this is like an example of the person not receiving it. And he just walked away. Yeah. And as you were sharing that good story, it reminded me we were talking about obstacles to grace. Uh-huh. And so we got we got into this conversation about, okay, well, what's a mortal sin? What's not a mortal sin? Yeah. All the way down to, well, there are a lot of people that are not going to, like, uh, they may go to Sunday Mass, but they don't go to Holy Days of okay. Opportunity, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Those other solemnities in the church where we're supposed to go. Right. 
And, and so the person was trying to figure out how can we get more people to realize the importance of this. It has a lot to do with our relationship with God. Yeah. Right? Because the closer we are to them, these are not just rules. Right. I mean, you know, the church didn't say, oh, I just want to be annoying so that, <laughs> so that people have to go on a Tuesday night or whatever for Mass. I mean, these solemnities are important yeah. to our faith yeah. and, and the growth of our faith. And so if the church is calling us to be there, there's an important reason why. Yes. And so, I, I mean, we wouldn't want someone to not show up for something that was... Like important. a birthday party or something. Yeah. yeah. Or like some uh, an event that was important to us. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's, that's all we're asking to do. And right. I think it's like the world has kind of taken over mm-hmm. seven days of the week now. Not right. even Sunday is sacred right. anymore. Right. And it causes us to lose our priorities. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to... Are you one of those people that struggles with going to um, holy days of uh, obligation slash opportunity? Uh, are you one of those people that maybe there's a reason why you can miss Sunday Mass, mm. right? I'm going to ask you to rethink that. Yeah. And recognize that the Lord is desiring to be in an intimate relationship with you and that it hurts him deeply Um when we don't go to spend time with him. Well, yeah, because if you think of it, like, so, like, say there was an event that was special to you and you invited me and, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. And then I don't show up. That's, like, I feel like would it would, like, hurtful. yeah, and I feel like that's, like, what we do to God when we don't go to Mass when he calls us. To. Yeah, and just think about it. I mean, it's hard to imagine that you've, you've hurt God. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, he desires... Like you said, to to really have us there, yeah, yeah, and he does everything for us, and just to think, I mean, he he wants to have this intimate encounter with us in the Eucharist and in His Word, really in one another, right? Right. And we don't we don't show up, yeah. We just leave leave Jesus standing on the street corner by himself, right, waiting for someone to have you ever had someone they were going to pick you up or they want to show up somewhere right and they don't show yeah. up or they don't pick yeah. you up yeah yeah and you're just like okay. yeah yeah that actually happened to me like um i went to this is like a long long time ago i went um to out to california from arizona to visit um, my uncle and we're going to go to um at that point uh, the new san francisco giant stadium uh right. pack bell uh was new and so we were going to go um catch some games there and um like i'm waiting at the airport and they um didn't pick me up and so I, this is before cell phones. So I called him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we have some people over. Uh, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll, what? we'll, we'll uh, head over there." So yeah, I mean, that um, makes you feel worthless, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you invite me to come visit you, and and then you you forget forget about me because you're having a dinner party or something. Right, and I mean, think about making God feel like he's not important. Yeah. I mean, that's what a great what a great example. And I I, I think sometimes we. Our, if our relationship were personal enough with God that if we, like you said, we put the shoe on the other foot, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't miss Mass. Yeah, yeah. We would, go ahead. And I think sometimes, like, well, and I know, like, for me, like, that also gives me incentive to go to daily Mass as much as I can because now that I have a very flexible schedule, I'm able to go a lot of days. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's, like, I want to go spend time with God. Right. So that's like same thing with adoration like i want us to spend time with him and i think that as we grow closer to him then we desire to do um spend as much time with him as we can yeah for those people that we really care about um we don't want to be second third or fourth 
in their life. Yeah. They want to be first. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way with God. Yeah. And so I think we all have to remember that. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Lee Person Lisa. See you next time. Bye.